This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Pashas Matas Masai, Tavshin Pei. This week is the Yartzeit of my father, Shlema Ben Baruch. The schus of this year and all the shiurim should be in the schus for his neshama, Shlema Ben Baruch. We find at the end of Pashas Masai the halachas of an Ir Miklat, a city of refuge. Somebody kills by mistake. He runs to the Ir Mikla, to the city of refuge, and while he's inside there, the relative of the person that he murdered cannot kill him. If he leaves, then they can kill him, and therefore he stays there. How long does he stay there for? So Periklam and Hei, the Pasuk tells us, the Yashav Ba, and he stays in the city, Ad Mosa Kain Gadol, until the Kain Gadol dies. Once the Kain Gadol dies, then this fellow can leave the city, and the relatives of the murdered victim are not permitted to harm him. How long does that take? It can take uh, two days, a few days if the Kain Gadol dies. It can take 50, 60, 80 years. And that is the Allah of the Irmiklat. Of course, Rashi explains, what does the Kain Gadol's life or death have to do with this person? It could be the Kain Gadol never met this person, the Kain Gadol never heard of him, never heard of the person he was ki- who killed, or who was killed. Why does his life have to do with as long as this person staying in the Irmikla? So Rashi brings two reasons. Reason number one, Rashi says, One of the main purposes of the Kain Gadol is to bring the Shekhinah down to Kalei Yisrael. And once the Shekhinah is with us, our days are extended. We live a longer life. This fellow is working against what the Kain Gadol wants. The Kain Gadol wants to bring the Shekhinah down, so we should have a long life. And he went and he shortened someone's life. And therefore he stays in the Ir Miklat. It's like a punishment for the person who did the killing. Rashi brings another shot. Dover Achar, the Kain Gadol should have davened that such a mistake such an accident should not happen in Klai Yisrael. Since such an accident did happen, it must be the Kain Gadol didn't daven strong enough. And therefore, this is a punishment, so to speak, to the Kain Gadol. That the Kain Gadol is alive, the person has to stay in the Yermikla. But once the Kain Gadol dies, then the person can leave. How is this a punishment? How does this urge on the Kain Gadol? Because now, says the Gemara Makis and Yeralf and Aleph, that the people inside the Irmiklat would daven so the Kain Gadol should die. Because they know they're stuck in the Irmiklat as long as the Kain Gadol is alive. They would actually daven so he should die. Says the Mishnah that the mothers of the Kain Gadol, the mother of the Kain Gadol would go and bring them food and cakes and, and cookies to blunt the effect of their davening. They should be happy, at least they're getting this. And she would daven for her son's life, that her son should not die. Now all this for him ask, the mother would daven for her son not to die? The kind God himself would daven that he shouldn't die. What are you mixing in for that the mother would daven? Of course the mother would daven, but the main thing is that he himself would daven that he shouldn't die. The kind God himself. We can imagine that kind God is a very special person. And among the answers that are given, is that of course maybe he would daven for himself. But nothing could be compared to the tefillah of a mother. The tefillah of a mother is so powerful, it is the most powerful thing. 
And therefore, even if he is davening for himself, it's still not as powerful as somebody davening that their son should not die. That is the kaya of a mother. Many years ago, the Gary Rebbe, the Imre Yemes, after his wife passed away, he married Rebbe Tzinfega Mincha. And when he married her, she already had a child from her previous husband, Rev. Label Temkin. And as he was a young boy, and as he was getting older, he reached the age of the draft to the Polish army. And they got the notice from the Polish army that they're drafting Label Temkin's being drafted. So she went to her husband, the Imre Emes, the Gerebbe, tremendous tzaddik, as did hundreds and hundreds of other people every year coming to the Rebbe for a bracha, when their child is going to be inducted to the army, they came to the Rebbe for a bracha, that he should get out of it somehow. And the Rebbe would give a bracha. She came to her husband, Imre Yemes, and she said, you know, my uh, my label got a letter of induction to the army. Give me a bracha for our label. And the Rebbe looks to her and says, no, we have to speak uh, to Askanim about this, and they should arrange it for him. She looks at him, Give me a bracha, you shouldn't get... She, she says, you have to speak to the to the Askanim about this. No, she goes out and she gets in touch with the Askanim, the people involved, who new people, perhaps give a bribe or two. And she's working very hard with this. And about two weeks later, she gets the letter that he actually is released. And he didn't have to go. She was so excited. And she was speaking to someone. And she's told her, she says, you know... I, uh, my son just got released from the army. So this lady says, yeah, I actually heard about it. I heard the Rebbe said that your son is going to be released. She goes, really, you heard my son? You heard the Rebbe say my son's going to be released? Says, yeah, a few weeks ago he already told me. She was so surprised. She goes into her husband, Imre Yamis, and she says, is it true you told people already a few weeks ago that our son labeled Temkin is going to be released from the army? She said, yeah. He says, what? She says, I came inside you two weeks ago. And I said, I need a bracha that he should be released. And you didn't tell me he'll be released. You said, I should speak to the Askanim. What's going on? So he looks and he says, how do you know? How do, how do you think that I knew that he'd be released? Because I knew that you would daven. And there's nothing as powerful as a tulis of a mother. If I would have given you a bracha that he would be released, you said, okay, very good. You'd go and you say a little tehillim, and that's it. But now that I didn't give you the bracha, I told you you have to speak to Askanim. You got very nervous. And you spoke to Askanim. But then you started to dab and you didn't let go of that Tehillim. So your son should be released from the army. I knew that that's what you're going to do. And therefore I have confidence in the tefillah of you for your son. Because a tefillah of a mother for a child is the most powerful tefillah that can be. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.